welcome back to my podcast catching up with your nurses i hope i've been doing great and i trust we have been trying to be good concerning all these pressing issues we've been having in the country so guys today we'll be talking about sars and the protests we've been seeing all across social media and i'll be doing this today with two wonderful people what's up guys my name is mario good day my name is Lauren femi yeah guys so we'll be kicking off into the topic and we're starting with what is the SARS police unit in Nigeria? What exactly is SARS doing in Nigeria? What are they supposed to do? What is SARS exactly in Nigeria? Alright, SARS, as the name implies, Special Anti-Robbery Squad. This SARS was formed like for major violent crimes like kidnapping, naughty, naughty. like like robbery, like rape. Just, robbery. Yeah. So it was it was formed in 1992. I think the issue then was when Colonel Ridham was shot yeah, in, yeah, in a checkpoint in Lagos. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. And if this is what they are supposed to do, why are the youth protesting? Why are Nigerians protesting? And the reason why they are protesting is, is because um, the the extortion, the harassment, the brutality they are facing on the streets. Because it's not easy. Me just walking up on the road or I'm driving in the car, I'm just walking and a policeman will just come and just stop me and ask me what am I doing, where am I going to and stuff like that. The major it's, the major issue is profiling. The like, major ju- issue is right just look just at profiling. you in, in a car. Look at you. Look at your dressing. Look at your airports. They will just look at the phone you are carrying, Asking. and they will decide to stop you. That's very, very stupid. Something you can't do outside. It doesn't make sense. Something you can't do outside. So, what are the reasons why SARS stop you? Like you are going out. Like, what what will you think will make SARS stop you? Like, do they just stop anybody, or they have some kind of good they stop? They, like 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 you said. Now it's profiling. Once they see. A particular set of people now. Maybe you are coming and you are dressing very, very clean. You are so fresh if I diet. look good, if you are looking, SARS you might yeah, even look good. SARS, SARS are stopping you. Simple. If you are holding Simple an iPhone, if you are holding an iPhone, SARS will stop you. If you are Simple. driving, if you are driving a car, SARS will stop you. That's if you uh, put it there that if you are young, if, if you, you are, are young, young uh, hey. you are using iPhone, if you are young and if using you are iPhone. young and you look good and you dress well that, SARS will stop that, you that's that, shit. That, that's how bad it is that's how bad so we can say that the protest is because young people are tired of all this yeah, yeah, they are getting from yeah. SARS extortion bullying yes, yes. extra judicial killings and the rest hmm. okay guys so like this most recent um, protest how did it all start like Fine, we have been hearing answers. It has been going forth and on. I've heard yeah. it has been going way back from 2015. Sure. The old issue, then yeah, from 2017, it was banned like down to 2020. So, what what's the major reason why this NSAT protest started all over again? So, actually, it was um like last week. Last week, I can't remember. a Twitter video. No, yeah, a Twitter video. Yes, where they showed um some SARS um, officers where they took. They killed someone, they took the person's car and they drove off with the person. Some of the citizens were trying to like take over and like try to like find out what was going on, but they couldn't get those SARS officers. So the video was posted on Twitter and it got a lot of engagement. So the youths, majorly influencers, I know of um, Dekunle and um, Rinu. So they, they decided that they were going to go to Alausa and start the protest, no matter what, until their voices are heard. So since then, so since then it has been ongoing for six days six days now back-to-back protests in every area in every state of this country we have been protesting so guys what reaction are we getting from the government what they have to say what have they said actually the, the, the government they've they've dissolved SARS. 
as of as of like days ago now they they said they came out on on the news they said oh we have dissolved sars that there's no unit in the police force called sars now okay but actually but actually it was the it was not the president that came out to talk about it so the igp the igp has the power to dissolve sars in both as a concerned nigeria don't you think the president should come outside and come and tell us that okay this is the ongoing situation okay this is what we have done so far concerning it and something like that but not you sending the igp who is the igp to what they've done so far is dissolving the sars so yes, the fact is that they dissolve, dissolve sars yes. then why are the protesters still protesting why is the protesting ongoing and because the people's demand have not been met yet demands like um before i even before we even get to um the, our demands in previous years in 2017 late 2019 beginning of 2020 and now sars has been banned they've been they've been banned consecutively they've been banned in previous years and nothing has been done and now we are presenting our demands to the to the igp we are presenting our demands to the government one of our demands is for them to release all protesters that they are uh, all protesters that they arrested also for them to give justice to those that have been brutalized by the police okay. and also one of the one of the demands that we have is that for them to increase the salary of every police officer that are protecting the citizens and of what would increasing the salaries of police you know, you know, you know police out on the road now I think the, I think the lowest the end is nine thousand naira. Yeah, a police recruits. A police recruits. The lowest is nine thousand naira. So I think is that a corner? Is that vexing? It's <laughs> <laughs> vexing now that they use on the the people to extort them. They use it. Maybe they've not gotten their salary or their salary is small. They use it on the youths. They extort them. They know that many of these youths, they most of them, they are well and doing. They are maybe they are working for their. So they extort them. For the, for so this. they are hungry and angry. Very hungry. <laughs> sure. and angry. Just very, like what Yabo Yabo Ojo said, they are hungry and angry. I said, what well, when you give an hungry man a gun, what will he do? He will shoot. He will shoot. He will kill. So I agree with that. They will definitely shoot recklessly. Anyways, is that all our demands? No, actually, there are I, five I, demands. There are five demands, but I skipped. I skipped two. The um, fourth one is setting up an independent body to oversee the investigation and prosecution of all reports of police misconduct within ten days. And the last one is in line with the new police act, psychological evaluation and restraining to be confirmed by an independent body of all disbanded SARS officers before, before they can be redeployed. Correct sure. evaluation. Correct. Because correct. most of these people on the streets, most of the like the road police, most of the SARS officials, these guys, like they might they are take, uneducated. They are, they are uneducated. They might even take drugs to come and yes, most of them, most of them, most of them do drugs. Because I actually saw a picture of a SARS officer looking like a criminal in Haggard. And I'm wondering that it's gone. It's gone. Sure, and I'm worried that are these the same people that are supposed to be protecting us or they are supposed to be harassing us or brutalizing us. So it's really, really of great concern that they must be evaluated. They should they should go, they should have a school they are going to. They should have like a year course. Before they even go to school, they, they can actually take them to the psychological hospitals. Every single one of them. <laughs> Give them psychological exams for them to take and something like that. Something just to just help them better their life because they are of great concerns and we are really really worried we can't just go about giving them guns and just picking anybody from the street yes. and just giving them guns to come and be policing they should be some really, units really of police that will have guns 
Some yes, that yes, yeah, something yeah. like that. Not all police officers should have a gun. Road checkpoints. Road checkpoints. What are they doing with? What are they doing with gun? For for. It's all good. Everyone has a sad story or a police story, either for themselves or people with them. Everybody has encountered one thing or the other. Everybody has. I'm sure you you have. I do. Yeah, yeah, we all do. do. Like there was there was a time my pop sent me to to like withdraw money in the bank. Mm -hmm. So I went to my wallet. I went my phone. So I was on bike. Then this police officer stopped me. Wasn't even a sad official. Stopped me. Was like, oh yeah, get down from the bike. I was, I was down. It was like, was in your pocket. I was like, I, I have my phone. I have my wallet with me. He said, bring it out. I brought it out. I was, I was looking at what's happening. What's happening? So he asked me to unlock my phone for him. I was because it's in no constitution. Yeah, true. For me to unlock my own phone, like for my personal phone, you can't walk on the street and ask me to unlock my phone. If you are, I, I, I might slap you, boy, because this guy was holding a gun. I was just calm for him. So he told me to unlock my phone. I asked him. I said I can't unlock my phone. That what's the problem? He said he even he, he just went straight to I am a suspected arm robber. I was like suspected arm robber. Suspected arm robber. What do you know? What were you holding? Well, I was I wasn't holding anything. Just I was, phone. And funny. <laughs> They profiled me because I think what they, they saw, I was wearing black and black, black t-shirt, black crown, black t-shirt. So he, he told me then I was, I wanted to call my pop straight dad because I was still close to home. I haven't gotten to where I was going to. So I wanted to call my dad that, oh, that they've stopped me or that maybe you should come and meet me or something. I just received this lap. Bwah! For <laughs> <laughs> why? And that, that gave me boldness. And everybody, they were they now started watching. So I was bold. I was like, why would you slap me? I started saying, ah, is this your job? Why stuff you like that. Why would you slap me? Why, what do you need my phone for? What stuff like that, stuff like that, stuff like that. I wanted to call my dad again. Immediately, he just grabbed the phone from my hand. Twisted my hand, grabbed the phone. Threw the phone inside the bus. Told me to enter the bus. This white, da- um, yellow down for bus. Way. I was like, <laughs> me inside a yellow devil. There were some guys there already. I couldn't, I couldn't even enter. So I told my bike man, take me home. Let me call my parents for these guys. I told them, okay, where's your, where's your station? They didn't even answer me, but I knew because of where this was stationed. That I said, I, I know your station. I'm coming to your station. I came back with my, with my parents. These guys started seeing like different trash. stories when I got there, saying trash. They were, they were, they were lying. They said I was yapping them. They said, they said, see the clothes I'm even wearing, black and black. <laughs> see the clothes. Okay, because of the clothes I'm wearing now, that yeah, black. I'm a suspected. I'm robot. Yeah, what do you? Criminal. What do you need with my phone? They didn't answer me. What, why did you slap me? They didn't answer me. Will I get a compensation for you slapping me? I, I'm no, down. I can't be compensated. My parents were even like, you know, our parents, are, they won't want to sue, sue them and all that. So that's my story. It was just so, so bad for me. Actually, I've not had like a personal experience with them, but I've seen a lot of stories on Twitter. There was a particular influencer, um, Vulcan. Um, he was going out. He's an influencer. He get he gets paid for the the job he does on Twitter. So one day he was going out. While he was going out, they stopped him. When they stopped him, they told him to go to the ATM machine. Wow. They took him to the ATM machine and they told him to withdraw the money that he had in his account. Wow. He withdrew two hundred and sixty thousand naira. Wow. Did they force him? They, they forced. They actually forced if him. If you are with gone, you are being forced. They, they, they might not. They, they might not push them, you. They took them with gone. 
we are we gone they now. They collected two hundred and sixty thousand naira from this guy. When what the did they do? They didn't do anything. Now they just saw him. They said he looked like a yahoo boy. boy. I told him that he went to check his phone. He told him that he cannot story. check his phone and all like that. So he actually, when they took the money from him, he came on Twitter. He told the story and all like that. So there's a uh, there's a popular um, lawyer that stands for um, youth rights and help uh, us um, fight this police brutality. He came and actually went there to fight for the guy. Yeah, Sega Link. Yeah, Sega Link. Yeah. So they collected the 260k from the guy, and that was all. And he went back home. And there are other stories of people so even for dying. people that they cannot fight for themselves. People that cannot fight for them, they're on their own. Mm-hmm. There, are, there, are, there are some cases that are some people that are staying there for days. There's a particular guy that, guy that stayed there for months. Months, months. He didn't do anything. There, there are cases. I had one this morning, funny enough. A case of this guy was standing in front of his house. In front of his house. And they came, they, they, like, they roped him. They took him. His mom followed them, actually. Followed him with another car. They took the guy, like, separated him from his mom. Went to the station. The mom didn't have anything. Sheesh. He said, Go and bring anything. Yeah, she has to beg. Beg for money. Beg for 20k. He took it from home. From home. In front of his house. Like, someone you seen in front of the balcony she, of my house. I know if you see them came in front of my house again. They came. They were just passing. They took him. For nothing. He had to beg for money to come and bring him out. Okay. So good. Okay. I know in a friend country. of mine that was actually easing himself by the roadside. From nowhere. He didn't even know when they parked at his back. They just parked their vehicle at his back. And the next thing he would feel on his neck was this taser. And his head, with his explanation that he gave to me, he says, hey, you know, he says, when your head is boiling, through a bow hole, he said his head was boiling. He did Man. not even know what was going on around him. Say, he, first, this country. he first that, fell that inside shocking. the gutter. He said, as he fell inside the gutter, there was no stick cry there. As, <laughs> as the word comes to end, this thing is not actually a very funny thing. Because when he was telling me, he was crying. Man. He said, as he fell into the gutter and he was trying to get himself, that what just happened to him? As he died, when he was trying to stand up, they gave him another samba at the Man. back. Blizzard him again. He said, still trying to get what he was saying, still slapping him and beating him. When he stood up finally, they looked at his face, then picked him up into their van. Then they were asking him that what was he doing there and all that. He was still crying and all that. Then they said he, they are sorry. Did they even apologize? They just they, said they he do, looked they like do. somebody that they were looking for. Uh-uh. Then they started laughing at him and saying, I showed you a lace. They uh-uh. eating his chest. Yeah. That, uh, why did he look, I look like the person they are looking for? <laughs> Dang! How can you be asking me I look like the person you are looking for and now I have to suffer for it? At the end of the day, they pushed him out of the van. Even the full stops that he had with him, they grabbed it from him. And they were all laughing. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense at all. Sometimes I, I ask myself that, like, what's the difference with, with um, for me being robbed, and a policeman harassing me? You. Like, it's, no it's the same feeling. I, I will have PTSD from it. Yeah. Same yeah. thing I will get now. Depression. Even, even depression. I'm, I was robbed just now. A policeman just accosted me. He just harassed me. It's the same feeling I will get. And, and it's not supposed to be so. We are yes, we are supposed um, to be comfortable seeing sure. police, police around. But now sure. when everybody sees. Anybody in that uniform Panic around attack. the corner, you will be shaking, you will be hiding. Don't let them see me because I don't want to get stopped. I don't know if my reply or the look on my face might make them shoot sure, me. Sure, sure. <laughs> because I might smile. They sure. say my smile as I sure. smile and they give you it smile, to me. You smile they, like a suspect. They, they always exactly. say something. They always smile say like something. a suspect. They, say, they will say you are young. I will waste your life. You will waste your life. I will kill you. I will, I will shoot you. And a you policeman. cannot talk. Man. <laughs> Which was be giving us what security? Now the other way around. 
so so really messed up because so, so in this bad. in this country where we are supposed in to feel 2020 in 2020 we need change we need change we need change we need change honestly so this change we are shouting of now that we need we need change what do you think is the solution concerning this issue this personal issue what do you think is the solution me for me personally the solution that i need it's for them first of all. They should first sack all of them. They should sack all of them first. After sacking them, they can now dissolve, as they have done, dissolve the police unit. After dissolving that police unit, the SARS police the unit, SARS not poli- every police Not every unit, yeah. year, I'm sorry. The SARS police unit, they should dissolve them, scatter them, sack the rest, sack the people under that, um, that unit. Then just, I don't know, throw them somewhere. I don't know, just can Rush to them somewhere because it's not it's not fair. It's not fair. Uh, the president was saying something. The president was saying that there are good um, um, people in the police. Or, that Which, they how many? In how many? Garden, in every garden, actually, yeah. how always, many of them yeah. are good? It's how just many? that the bad eggs are spoiling the, bad, the good eggs. The bad eggs are, are too much. The bad eggs are like they're like ninety percent out of out of the. Dissolving, dissolving SARS now. Dissolving SARS is like the first step of reformation for SARS. When you dissolve SARS, there are people that are working sure. There are people that will lose their job. There are people that are good that will lose their job. So the first thing after dissolving SARS, prosecute the bad people. Prosecute Mm. anybody that uh, that was um, that was complained about. Prosecute after prosecuting them. We know the good ones. Yes. Reevaluate the good ones. Yes, yes. Then and bring them back. Sure. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I actually, actually agree with that. Sure. Reevaluating them will, will go a long way in reforming the police. The SARS. So, what other solutions do you think can be done? Um, educating, education. Because so, see, the average, the average policeman on the road, he doesn't even know English. It, the average policeman on the road did not finish university. <laughs> they don't go to. Uni- University. They don't go to the university The average policeman on the road doesn't go to university. They don't know. They can't. They are not. They are not capable of holding intelligent conversations. I'm telling you, no seriously. You go hear them. Stop there. Stop. They will just be like. They just speak rubbish. It's, rubbish. It's not, if I'm trying to converse with them, like like somebody that has sense, so I have to do as if I don't have sense to converse <laughs> with them. That's how. That's how bad they are. That's how bad they are. Me, I will pretend as if I don't have sense to talk to these people. Uh, they should educate them. There should be a year course. They like more than, want a year, to go to police, more than a year. Have professional courses. Professional that courses that they will take. They should go this to police academy. Already t- that they will be trained. Yeah, I think there's a Train. police academy though. There's a boy is not functioning now. I, I don't know any police academy in Lagos State. I don't know of any police college. Which police college do I know? I'm sure <laughs> the police college is not even on Google. I can't even start it on Google. Because yeah. most of these police that, that we are seeing right now, that in this country right now, most of them didn't finish basic education and when they don't finish basic education they can't go to police academy to just go and do because it's not going to like it's not going to flow with them it's not going to flow with them at all it's all good it's all good it's all good this is a very very sad and pressing issue very sad though very sad yeah. some people are not yes. affected because they don't know the depth yeah, not, that's not affected anybody in that's their family true. but seriously if we think deep and we care about other people this thing will shake us like yeah, it's, actually, it's actually a very fragile thing to shake us it's all good so what do you guys have to say to young people out there concerning this um what we are will say to them is that right now majorly to those who are protesting right now what i will say to them is that they should just stick to the plan 
and stick to our demands. They shouldn't overdo it. No, they are over. It's good that they are overdoing it. I'm sorry for that. They should overdo it because it's necessary. We need a change. They should just do what they came there to do: peaceful protest. They should keep their distance away from the from the police officers and those holding guns. They shouldn't cause any damage. And while they are protesting, they should do everything at ease. Yes, everything no, should be peaceful. No gra gra. Just peaceful protest. And not lose focus. And don't lose focus. They might lose focus with a jaw, a jar and a jazz up. That's how it's supposed to be. You know, um, a, a very um, prominent person that I respect a lot, Trevor Noah, he said, he said something. He said, there's no right way to protest. But I'm all, I'm all for violence. Yeah. Though. But there's no right way to protest if we come to think about it. You can you can say no, not every protest can be very very peaceful because if they are shooting at me now, absolutely talent or do something. Sure. So you guys should keep peace. We are going to protest. You guys should keep our peace. Like we, we can't back down now. We have gone. We have gone. People have died for us to say okay, we are no more protesting again. We have to get it. See. After the SARS has been dissolved, they have to end police brutality. They have to stop profiling youths. They have to give us our peace. They have to they like they've been made to protect us, but they are fighting us. But now they have to protect us. So guys, we should keep the protests peaceful and let's keep our focus. End police brutality and end SARS. End SARS. Yo, SARS must end. End police brutality. Everything, end everything, no. Please. So guys, we've come to the end of my podcast. I appreciate both of your long friend and Maya for joining thank me you. here. Yo, yo, you guys you are guys. the best. And for you guys listening and joining us, so I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. See you next time on Catching Up with Furnaces. Bye guys. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.